Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome, welcome, and welcome once more aboard the boat. Well, you sound very active. I am okay? feeling active. I'm I feeling love talking about movies. Me too. I can't wait to talk about movies. It's very, very hot. I know. I'm literally drowning in my own sweat. That's fine. Like I, I was just saying to you off camera. No, no off mic. mic. <laughs> I'm feeling at peace with it. I feel like. You've acclimatized now, have you? I, I'm covered in a sheen, not Michael or Charlie. <laughs> and Which one would you rather be covered in? Oh. oh or Martin? Oh, Mar- I think Martin. Or Mr. <laughs> Mr. Sheen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you'd get hot. Martin, I want an old man cuddle. Or, or Michael then? Less Welsh. Less Welsh. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree. Martin and Sheen. God knows what would happen if it was Charlie. Yeah, I don't want to be covered in Charlie Sheen. I mean, I wouldn't mind... Emilio Estevez giving me a cuddle, but... He's not strictly a sheen. No, I'll go with Martin. That's a very random thing to start with. I think we're getting a bit stir-crazy in this room. <laughs> My point was, I'm comfortable with this level of dampness that's I... been going on for a couple of days. I'm not. <laughs> I, I think I'm acclimatised. need to have a shower. What are we here for, Nick? Uh, we are here to talk about a horror movie. We are. It indeed. is called Wounds. It is. It's called Wounds, and it's from 2019. It's a 15. It runs for one hour and 35 minutes, currently rated at 4.0 on IMDb. Okay. And is a Netflix original. Stars, troublesome actor, Army Hammer. He plays a character called Will. You will know him. He's probably most famous for Call Me By Your Name. Um, Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger, which we randomly mentioned last week's episode. (laughs) Social Network. Social Network, yeah. Did he play both twins in that? Yeah. Was it the wing... Winklevoss twins? Yeah, something like that. I think it was. We also mentioned the social network in this week's wave. How weird. <laughs> Army Hammer's infiltrating our brains. Oh, no thanks. Let's just watch he doesn't eat them while he's there. Yeah. <laughs> Call Me By Your Name. Allegedly. A, Call Me By Your Name is a brilliant film and it is such a shame that the sequel's not going to happen now <laughs> because it's really, really good and the the, 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 the books are two books together. Well, if you start chopping people up, what are you going to yeah, exactly. do? Exactly. What can you do? Allegedly. <laughs> it's all allegedly, but he is a very rich man, so it probably will forever be allegedly. Also stars a lady called Zazie Beats. She plays Alicia. Um, she's probably most famous. She was in Joker. Yeah. And she was also in Deadpool 2. Great name. Great name. Zazie Beats. And she's also a voice in Invincible, which is Amazon's new sure. animated superhero show. She plays a voice character in that. Um, also stars Carl Glusman. He plays Jeffrey. Okay. He isn't really that famous for his acting, but he's currently divorcing Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Oh, right. <laughs> Apparently so. He's uh, married to her, or he has been in the past. I'm a bit surprised you haven't mentioned Dakota Johnson. Yes. There's quite a few in this, to be fair. He's quite I, a I do mention, cast. I do, do mention Dakota Johnson later on in my notes. Uh, she plays Will's girlfriend. She does. Although, to be fair, isn't given too much to do, but no. I'm sure we will talk about that. And a guy who I didn't realize how much stuff he'd done but he's one of those faces yeah and that is brad william henke henke yes who plays eric in this movie yeah uh i recognize him straight away from orange is the new black me too as that murderous Pis- guard piscatella yeah died in the swimming pool he did um empty swimming pool didn't drown great death in that that was yeah but he used to be an nfl player yes he did played in the super bowl really yeah i didn't know that um and I, I did have a quick look at his IMDb earlier, and he has got a shitload <laughs> of acting credits. He is good, to be fair. He's a, he's a strange character in this. He was in your favourite show for a little bit. Orange is the New Black? Lost. 
So yeah, he was in Lost for a little bit. You're right. Uh, uh, yeah, he's done all every show ever he made has. in the last 25 years. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. Any more? <laughs> found it interesting. No, there, there is a strong cast in this. Consider it's only rated at 4.0 on IMDb. Yeah. But we'll come to the reason why that is in a minute, because it's pretty obvious why that is. Written and directed by a guy called Babak Anvari. Ever heard of his name before? No. He's a dual BAFTA winner. Oh, is he? He won a BAFTA for Outstanding Debut and Outstanding British Film in the same year for Under the Shadow from 2017. I am not... It's not ringing a bell. I've not seen it or heard of it either. I think it's about, like, persecution in a third world country, like Iran or somewhere. Um, but yeah, he won Outstanding Debut for a British Director and Outstanding British Film. So this movie. is his first American movie? I think so, yes. Okay. It's also based on a novella called okay. The Invisible Filth by Nathan Ballingrud. I'm putting it out there, that's a better title. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, I completely I agree. want to watch a movie called Invisible Filth. I'm not sure I want to watch a movie called Wounds. Invisible Filth sounds like it's about um, invisible policemen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to watch a movie called Wounds, but I have watched a movie called Wounds, and now I never want to watch a movie called Wounds again. Um, I thought you'd like this movie. Did you? Let's get on to that. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll get there. To be fair, for the majority of it, I did. Okay. And then it, it let me down. Do you have a one-word review of Wounds? Festering. Festering, good one. There's a lot of festering going on in this. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed, I'm very chilled in my chair. <laughs> just, I'm just relaxing you this week. You seem to be... I'm, uh, Slipping slowly back. Look a bit like Jabba the Hutt, just lying here in my own filth. <laughs> Film starts off. I've got the Princess Leia bikini on. <laughs> I wish I had a bikini on. Where does the film start, Nick? Uh, in a bar. It does. Uh, and we meet a barman who is showing off, as barmen do, yep. by flipping a load of bar mats. <laughs> he is indeed. He's trying to flip some beer mats to impress some of his customers. I, I My instant reaction is, oh, I wonder if this is this guy's best achievement in life. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Nailed it straight away. <laughs> and if um, Army Hammer did do that in real life, then it probably is his best achievement as well. Did I can't remember now. Was it a cutaway or did... Was no, it, I think you've seen it? him do it, I oh, think. Okay. I think he did. Um, yeah, he's trying to impress Jeffrey and Alicia. Um, he seems to be good friends with Alicia. Um, she's a regular. She's a regular in this bar. She's and got she's, her own seat at the bar, yeah, hasn't she? Which he reserves for her because yeah. he's, he's pretty much in love with her, isn't he? We'll yeah. go there from the start. Um, but she's got a boyfriend called Jer- uh, Jeffrey. Who's called Jeffrey these days? I know someone called Jeffrey. Do you? My, actually, I know my uncle. I've got an uncle, Jeff, who's so he's in an older generation, but I know a young person called Jeffrey. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Work. I'll take that back then. Yeah. So, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> Blimey. Just um, get more friends who are called Jeffrey. Okay. Can right. you introduce me to your Jeffrey? Which one? Either. Okay, fine. Or I'm uh, not the one from Rainbow because he's dead now, isn't he? I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have tried. <laughs> you never try hard enough for me. Um, Jeffrey and Alicia start kissing. Uh, Will gets a little bit jealous, so he's like, I'm going to take the rubbish out. He takes the rubbish out of the back. Um, he comes back. They start doing some shots. It's one of these like grimy American bars, isn't it? It, it seems to only have the same clientele every day. We're in... Small it's... town America somewhere. No, we're in New Orleans. It's a big okay. city. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a big area. It's not like it's in the middle of the city, is it? It's I don't know. Like, it's in it's... a suburb somewhere. It's a tiny little It's area. not a big bar, no. It's, it's not a big bar. It's not yeah. a busy bar. That's what I'm getting at. And it's not in a busy area. It's a backwater bar somewhere. Yeah, fine. Some dude walks out. Uh, he starts on Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey had gone off to the toilet. This dude starts on him. This turns out to be Eric, who we've mentioned previously is played by... Brad William Henke. Thank you. Um, 
And he's another regular in this bar, but he seems to be a bit of a um, liability, I guess. Yeah. Um, he likes a fight. Turns out he lives upstairs. Oh, does he? Yeah. Okay. Did you not pick that up? I didn't pick that okay. up, no. He lives above the bar. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, I just, just before we move on, I want to mention something that happens really quickly. I thought it was quite funny and it made me think, oh, well, maybe we'll get a bit of comedy throughout this. And then nothing funny happens again in the whole film. And it's really dark, actually. Yeah. And it is when Will is talking to Jeffrey and Alicia and he says something like, oh, take your top off and you get free drinks all night. Yeah. And then it cuts to a woman playing pool completely naked. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought that's quite funny. It was quite funny. And then there was no humor for the rest of the movie. No, it's, if anything, <laughs> it's like super dark. Yeah. It's really dark for this film. Yeah, so the, Eric kind of remembers who Jeffrey is, doesn't he? And he, he's met him before. Um, and they're, they're not friends. Yeah, he's blind drunk. As yeah, he's, he comes he's completely hammered. Um, and then a young boy comes in. <laughs> um, he's not like four. <laughs> I mean, he's not far off. Um, he orders some beers. Will IDs him and he had, he does have legitimate ID as far as yeah. Will's concerned. And he orders four beers and takes them back to his college mates. And Will's, Will's like, well, have they got one? They got an ID. Yeah. He doesn't ever like, oh, ID them though. And he's forget like, about yeah, it. Forget about it. Here's four beers. Enjoy your night. And Alicia says to Will. It's a college yeah. town as well, isn't it? Yeah. There's a university nearby. And Alicia says to Will, you know those guys are underage. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm not that bothered. Um, then a couple more dudes come in. Um, they seem to be friends with Eric. Yeah. They sort of, they're his big man friends. They give him a big yeah. man hug. Yeah. Because he's a big man. Eric. Yeah. He's a big old dude. Uh, and, and it's Eric's last night before he goes back onto the rigs. Yes. So he's here to party. Yes, exactly. And so all of his friends have come along. Um, Jeffrey at this point decides he wants to go, but Alicia's like, no, I'm all right, let's stay. They have a few more drinks. Everybody's getting a bit more leery. Yeah. The bar's getting a bit busier. Um, and then some dude starts on Eric. It's one of his friends. One of his friends. just They start like, messing about, but it quickly gets out of hand. Yeah. They start proper fighting. To the point where Eric gets bottled in the face. Yeah, right in the cheek. It makes quite a lot of damage. And yeah. Eric is not happy about this. No, and the college kids are really scared, so they leave. Yeah, well, they leave because Will, because they say to Will, have you called, because Will calls the police. Yeah. Because this fight's getting out of hand. Um, Eric's literally wailing on this guy. So the college guys say to Will, have you called the police? Will says yes. So the college guys are yeah. like, right, I'm out of here because we're clearly not to anyone. Then everybody else leaves. The the naked woman, I think she'd already gone. Yeah. Um. Eric the, leaves. Eric he's, leaves. The guy like, who started. I'll be all right. I'll be fine. His face is pissing blood. <laughs> the guy who started the fight, he gets up and leaves. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. And it eventually just leaves us with. We never see the cops arrive. No, we never see. No, we don't. Not at this point. So it just leaves us with Jeffrey, uh, Will, Jeffrey, and Alicia. Sure. And they start cleaning up a bit. They're yeah. the only three people left in the bar. And while they're in the middle of this cleanup, Will finds a phone. It's a. Uh... <laughs> Bright orange, uh, bright yellow number. Yeah, it is. It's clearly a, a lady's phone. Whoa. Well, it is. Why is it? <laughs> well, a, why, okay, so if I came around with an orange, uh, with a yellow phone. Yeah, but it got like little hearts and flowers and stuff. Yeah, but I didn't say, I didn't say that. I said, I said it's a yellow phone. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen like, this phone. No. So I know, I know that it's a girl's. I wasn't being sexist. What are you trying to say? I, I thought you thought yellow was a feminine color. Not at all. I, I think <laughs> colors aren't. Agreed. <laughs> Gender I've got bound. a salmon top on as we speak. I've got more pink t-shirts than any other colour. I think, I think I probably have as well, to be fair. I just look good in pink. So yeah, he finds his phone during the cleanup, puts it in his pocket, doesn't think anything more of it. 
Um, drives home later that night. Um, gets into bed with his missus. She's like, no, get away from me. It's the middle of the night. So he goes back to the kitchen, has a bit of a beer. Remembers that he's got this phone. Yeah. And it starts getting some texts. Of course it does. And the texts come from a guy called Garrett. And he's basically waffling on about some books and they should never have messed with this tunnel. And it's here and it's going to get me. That's the last one yeah. of the texts. I don't know any Garrett's. No, nor do I. Okay. It's a cool name. Let's though. move on. It's a cool name. <laughs> yeah, there's all these creepy texts. Yeah. So Will tries to unlock this phone. This phone's got one of these pattern code unlocks on it. Yeah, they were all the rage a while ago. Yeah, they were. I think my dad still uses one. Okay. You just kicked me in the foot. It really <laughs> I think I've got you right in the table. You got me right between the toes. <laughs> it's my big toe. It's because I've got no socks. I on. got you right in the crook <laughs> of your. Uh, it really hurt a little bit that of your foot hands. <laughs> foot hands, um, but because it's got a pattern code, he figures that he could probably unlock it because he looks at the screen and sees the sweat marks, I guess, of where the pattern is. Yeah, which would never work because that's not the only time you touch your phone. No, of course not. <laughs> so. There's no way that that would work, but he does get it to work, and he manages to unlock it. He manages to get a text back to Garrett to say, "I've got the phone. Whoever you think's got the phone hasn't got the phone." Yeah, I'm the barman. I'm the barman, and then the message just comes back through that just says, "Help me." Yeah, and then he sends a message saying, "I'm the bartender. Stop fucking around." Yeah, and then he leaves the phone. Goes to bed. Goes to bed. What? Well, just one thing we didn't mention earlier: the bar's fucking full of cockroaches. Yes, it's, it's a dirty bar. Yeah, it's not. There's a lot of cockroaches in this film. There aren't any actual cockroaches in this film. They're all CGI cockroaches, yeah. but they're and they're quite bad. But uh, there's a lot of a lot in it. Um, he wakes up the next morning, goes down for goes to meet his missus for breakfast. She's a bit sus of the phone. I'm gonna say this several yeah. times throughout this movie, okay. but Will is an absolute asshole. Yeah, hundred percent. There's nothing redeeming about this guy. No, not at all. And it's. For me, it starts here. He's well, small-town American been, barman, isn't he? Yeah, it? he's already been an asshole in the bar, the way he's like talking to Alicia and Jeffrey. Yeah. His girlfriend, he wakes up. His girlfriend's made him a lovely breakfast. Yeah. Eggs, bacon. Do you see, he just chucked it all in the bin. He did, yeah. He didn't eat any of it. It was really weird. Um, I've forgotten. There's a there's an inspirational quote comes up at the beginning of the film, and I usually read them out. All right. And I'd forgotten to read it out, but I have got it. So okay. shall I read it out now? Yeah, why not? It's from uh, Hearts of Darkness, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But I think it explains Will's character a little bit. Right, okay. So it says, It had whispered to him things about himself which he did not know, things of which he had no conception, and the whisper had proved irresistibly fascinating. It echoed loudly within him because he was hollow at the core. Hmm. Joseph Conrad, Heart of Darkness. I thought that was... That's probably the best bit about this film. Yeah. (laughs) It's a nice quote. But I think that was possibly explaining Will's character a bit. Because he hasn't got any redeeming features. He is just a hollow nothing of a barman yeah and his girlfriend calls him out on it later in the movie which we'll get to yeah the problem if that is your main character is it makes me really not want to (laughs) watch a movie about someone like that yeah because there's no redemption arc here no if he's already an asshole he's not always going to be an asshole and he's an asshole to everyone and he always is yeah and he just gets worse how has he got any friends and a girlfriend and a steady (laughs) job a good looking girlfriend as well and a good looking Side piece. <laughs> Potential side I, piece. Yeah, we will get more into it. But yeah. and I do I get that yes, he's supposed to be this sort of rudderless yeah. person. He's not heading anywhere in his life, he's just but he just lives for his bar. Even when be, he's off duty he goes to the bar. Does he have to be so much of a cunt? 
No, probably not. I'm not bleeping that again. It took ages last week. <laughs> um. Anyway, she she's cooking breakfast the next morning. He chucks it straight in the bin. But she's suspicious of this phone that's on the kitchen table. Yes. So and he's like, oh, it's just a phone. Don't worry about it. I found it in the bar last night. I I, um, I think you've got nothing to worry about. Immediately, we the audience are being led down the path that Will has got history. Yes. Of not being. I think she's, faithful to his girlfriend. I think she's fully aware that he's in love with Alicia. Yes. And uh, the, he makes no secret of that. Yeah. And the, this the, is unrequited. She says some, some time later, oh, you know, there's always a chick at the bar. Yeah. You know. It appears that she never goes to this bar, his girlfriend. No. Which she's, she's studying, isn't she? Yeah. At, at the university. They're, they're not a good match, these two people. No, because she seems all right. But, Yeah. <laughs> And he says to her, look, you don't need to be suspicious of this phone. It's just a phone I found at the bar. Here, I'll unlock it for you. You can have a look through it. And the very first thing she sees is a picture that had come through from Garrett following the help me message. Yeah, so this was after Will's gone to bed, so yeah, he's not seen he's it. He's not seen it, but it's of a pile of blood with some teeth in it. Yeah, it wasn't very nice. It wasn't very nice. So she screams, drops the phone. Will checks, Will checks it out. He's like, mm, that's a bit weird. Um, I'll, the cops come in after their shift today, yeah. so I'll give it to the cops later. And they can sort it out. This is where I've written, his wife is Dakota Johnson from Fifty Shades of Grey. He then drops her off at college. He's suspicious. He thinks she's having an affair with a tutor. But I think he's just saying with that. no evidence whatsoever. He's got no evidence. He's just saying that to deflect from the fact that he's a knobhead. Exactly. Um, so he drops her off at college. And then as literally as he's driving away from the college, he rings Alicia. Yeah. And he's like, let's go for a let's beer. Let's go for a beer. And she's it's, like, it's like 10 a.m. She's like, no, it's 10 a.m. I've only just got out of bed. I'm not going for a beer. So he goes to the bar on his own. Well. This was probably the only bit that I thought, ah, oh, briefly, this yeah. is quite interesting. One of the college kids is tailing him in a car. Yeah. And they just sort of stick their head out the window. And I don't, I'm not sure if he clocked it. I don't or if think he did it was just point. for us. But I thought it was a bit creepy. Yeah. That it... was my high point. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so he heads to the bar anyway. Um, the owner of the bar is there. She's called Rosie. Um, he basically tells her about what happened last night. And she says to him, look, when Eric's fucked up like that, you shouldn't be serving him. Yeah. It's simple. You should, shouldn't serve him. Um, I'm really busy in the bar. Go up and check on him, see if he's okay. Yeah. So Will does. He was going to anyway. So Yeah, he, he mentioned it earlier. He got, yeah, he got some sort of, he has got a real friendship with this guy. Yes. They are friends. And he does care about his well-being, I guess. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. I think they'd both just enable each other to drink. Yeah, probably. Because Eric's a bar fly and Will's got the late shift where he can just, Drink, drink as much as he can work. So, but he, he does he does get concerned when he sees his face, and he's like, "I'll call you an ambulance." And well, I guess <laughs> because you can see his teeth through his, through his cheek. cheek. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes up to check on him. We're jumping ahead a little bit, and uh, eventually Eric answers the door, and his face is in apps like we've just said is an absolute mess. He's like the Joker. His whole cheek's been split yeah. open, and you can see his teeth through it. So Will says, oh, "I'll call you an ambulance. You need to go in and get that checked out." Eric's like, no, I'm not going to hospital. I'm an ex-soldier or whatever. I'm a big boy. I don't do that sort of thing. So he refuses. He won't go. Yeah, he's like, oh, I've got a guy who can stitch it up. Yeah. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'm, I, need a, I need some rest. But then he says, again, this didn't really fit for me. He says, oh, can, I, can you stay till I fall asleep? Yeah. Something had spooked him. Yeah. Because later on, he doesn't want Will there. No. So I think this is the first, at some point in, during this, between where we've met him, something spooked him. And he's like, yeah, because he says nightmares. He's like, I'm having nightmares. And yeah. Can you just sit and watch me sleep? Which Will does do for a little bit, to, for a, to be fair, but not for 
very long. As soon as he's asleep, he goes. Um, when he goes, he bumps into Alicia and Jeffrey, who are in another bar or a cafe. Yeah, they've gone for having a drink. And he's like, oh, I didn't think you wanted a beer. Yeah. When he goes home, um, Carrie isn't there. He's expecting her to be there, but she's not there. So he plays on his PS4 for a bit. Did you see the game he played? No. If you remember when we used to do trivia, that would have been my trivia question. <laughs> well, what what game is he playing? Well, I don't think it was a real one. It was called oh. Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm? Which which just made me think of like when Bart Simpson steals that. That was Bonestorm, wasn't <laughs> it? Was, it was, yeah. <laughs> so he plays that for a bit. Then the phone starts getting some more text messages again. Sure. Uh, but it doesn't allow you to read them anymore. Uh, I got them. Did you? Because yeah. I couldn't see them. But it wasn't from Garrett. No. It was from Jason. Okay. Uh, and I couldn't read. The first one said, How's your friend with the fucked up face? Oh, right. So, okay. <laughs> and then the second one said, Have you seen the pretty pictures? Oh, so they were aimed at him. Yeah. Not at whoever's phone it is. Yeah. Okay. I, I must admit, I couldn't read any of the future text okay. messages. And I didn't even try. That's fine. I wasn't going to get up every time. So he looks through the picture. That's why he looks through the pictures then. It is, yeah. So he looks through the pictures and he finds a picture of a dead man in a pool of blood. Yeah, he's had like his brains blown out. Yeah. And then as he's flicking through, there's a disembodied head. Yeah. And then there's a video of a another disem- different disembodied head. Sure. And there's loads of cockroaches all over it. There, is, there are. And it's a really horrible, creepy, weird, horrible video. Um, and then, I'm not sure what I saw here. Right. Like in the video. Are you going to explain what was in the video? I just did, didn't I? Creepy head with cockroaches all over it. No, but then he presses play. Yeah. And Oh yeah, and a little hand comes out of the eye. It was a hand, yeah. It was a hand, yeah. What was it before? It looked like the, a beer can or something. <laughs> and then a little hand started to come out of this guy's head. Oh, I just seen the hand, I didn't see anything else. Okay. It might have been a tunnel. It might have been a tunnel from later. Oh, it maybe. doesn't matter, it was weird. <laughs> it was it was a creepy horrible video anyway. And just as um, like a little baby's hand comes out of this decapitated yeah. head. Yeah, it was so strange. And then Carrie comes home. Whilst he's in the middle of watching this video. And he says to her, when did you go home? And she's like, literally just now. <laughs> yeah. She's literally still shutting the, the front in door. The door yeah. <laughs> still show- that raised a chuckle from me, I must admit. That made me laugh more than any of the points during last week's film. They instantly start arguing about whether yeah. she's sleeping with the professor. Yes. And I got from this that he was, he's such an asshole that ra- rather than get to the bottom of this and have this out with his girlfriend, is like, oh, yeah, look at these pictures of decapitated heads yeah. it instantly just <laughs> shows the, the heat off me he's like look what i found on this phone <laughs> loads of weird horrible pictures on it um, she screams again um he doesn't think they're real he says it must be some sort of special effect artist or something and then he's like i'll just call this garrett there's been no, she says call, call it yes yeah, and does. i'm like well that's a bit of a weird leap of <laughs> why would you do that yeah why wouldn't you call the guy why would you call garrett when this jason's just been yeah you'd ring jason it, it didn't make sense to me no other than that's what we needed to do to drive the, the plot story. forward. So he does. He calls Garrett. Um, and then there's this horrible, creepy, screamy noise plays down the it phone. It starts with just like some heavy breathing. Yeah. And then then it's like your old modem sound. Yeah. And then, it's, yeah, it's lots of people screaming. screaming. It's like, it? I think it's supposed to be hell. Isn't yeah, it? I guess so. But it freaks him out and to the point where he can't take the phone away from his ear. Yes. It's like paralyzed to his ear. And he, he virtually passes out, doesn't he? He kind of collapses onto the chair. Yeah, cause, and there's like a big roar, isn't there? Yeah. So he, scot- he starts screaming as well. He throws the phone across the room eventually. And she's like, I'm going to call the cops. I've got a question. <laughs> why, did she, why didn't he let her call the cops? Yeah. <laughs> At this point, after all that's happened, you've seen these photos with the baby hand. You've just listened in on hell. 
Yeah. Why does he not want to speak <laughs> to know. the police? Because he's friends with the police. Yeah. He's, we it, find out later on he's got later a couple of mates. A couple of scenes later that, yeah, actually, off-duty cops frequent the bar. Yeah. Why won't you call the police? I don't know. It, it doesn't I couldn't get sense. my head around it. I was like, well, yeah, call the police or go to the police. I've written, for some reason, he doesn't want to call the cops, <laughs> which is insane <laughs> in capital letters. It's, Again, it's just to drive the plot. Yeah, it is. These are not people. I'm not looking for them to act like... I can have a bit of disbelief, you know. Yeah. But in no way do these people act like real people. No, they don't. He, he doesn't at any point during this film. No. He is not a real... Any, everything he reacts to, he reacts And to that line you read out at the start, I don't think that's a good enough excuse to no, probably brush not. off all these... No, it's not. It's, that that it doesn't make any sense at because... Th- at this point, I'm pissed off because I'm like, I'm not buying this now. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, and so he, but he's, he he has a brief flash vision of her decapitated head of his girlfriend's head. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's why. Maybe he's like, mm, "That's weird." <laughs> Is that chair collapsing? On you? <laughs> I think it might he's be. making noises. So he's like, "Forget it. Don't call the cops. I'll take it to Dwayne later." Yeah, at Dwayne's this point, we don't know that Dwayne's a cop. No. So I, I, again, I'd put who the fuck is Dwayne? <laughs> yeah. Then it gets another. It gets another text whilst he's driving, and it says, "Thanks for calling. You've been. Thanks for calling. You've been chosen." Yes. And then... Then it says, did you get the next one? No. Well, I, it says, we need our phone back. Okay. I didn't... I, I think some it showed me more of than others. Right. Okay. And I didn't want to make go to the effort of getting up to look. <laughs> I, I hate it in films where text messages are used quite often in films now to draw a story forward, but they don't ever show you them in close up. It's just like you're looking at it over his shoulder. Yeah. Or I, I think we've... We've touched on it before. A I couple think, of movies. So I would rather have the you as a as a filmmaker take the creative license i want to see the text message if a text message is that important put it on the screen put it on the screen as they're typing yeah i much before that for that plus you can get creative with like the fonts and yeah. how you animate it and all that don't make me read over someone's shoulder an actual text message on a phone because i won't yeah i've proven here because i just didn't <laughs> and I'm like, I don't. I want to watch the movie. The I don't want to have to pause or go. What the fuck did that say? Yeah. What did... I agree. I, I, I'm not reading messages Bug over bear. anybody's shoulder. I'm not doing it. If I can't read it from without moving my position, yeah, then it can't be important to the story. That's my feeling. Or if it is, and if it is, you've then made you've a made bad a mis- decision. You've made a bad directorial decision. <laughs> then suddenly, the phone turns into like this horrible, messy gunge. Yeah. And his arms are suddenly covered in cockroaches. Yeah, then the day tent, the guns turns into cockroaches. cockroaches. And he's covered in them. Yeah. The badly animated. They look like the swagger jaggers from last week. <laughs> um, so he, he pulls the car over, dives out of the car, rips his shirt off. Because Army Hammer always has to have his shirt off the, in films. The phone, the, he ain't got that much to write. No, he hasn't. Out. But he's never got a shirt on in a film. The phone goes flying off somewhere. Does when he nick his car? No, I don't think so. His car, it's just because he ran off down the street. Yeah, he ran off for eight like miles, rolling around because he the thought car, he was covered in cockroaches. I heard a car pull off, and then he just ran down the street. So I was like, "Somebody's nicked his car." But no, then it was the kids pulling up to pick the phone up. Right. Okay. So they've got the phone back yeah. at that point. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Which turned into cockroaches, then back into a phone because <laughs> it was all in his head. He wasn't really covered in cockroaches. No, I know. No, I know. I'm just explaining to the people <laughs> oh, okay. who have not seen oh, the people film. People listen to this. Yeah. yeah okay. Hopefully. Oh, sure. Couple of them. Do. Couple of them do. <laughs> I forgot how podcasts work. For and then he goes to the cops because at the point now where he hasn't got the phone and he's just got a ridiculous story. Yeah. This is the point you go to the cops. Of course. Why wouldn't you? But it turns out he's gone to see Dwayne, who's a cop. Yeah. 
So when he said, I'm not going to the cops, I'll go and take it to Dwayne. Yeah. That's just going to the, the cops. cops. Yeah. I think he just wanted to do it on his own terms. <sighs> but obviously, mates or not, they don't believe him. Well, they say, what can you tell us? Yeah. And he says, well, this is what happened last night. They start off talking about Eric, don't they? Yeah. And then it goes forward. He's like, so I this weird, weird shit on his phone, but I've lost the phone. There's this car been following me and I don't know the license plate. Yeah. So yeah, they just laugh him. Laugh yeah. at him. So he leaves and he goes back to work. He starts drinking with Alicia again. Jeffrey's not there this time. Um, it's just the two of them. They have some drinks. They do some drugs, even though there's cops in the bar tonight. Yeah. And then they're having some fun in the bar and then suddenly his shift is over and a new guy turns. Uh, this was, was weird as well. What time was it? Well, he works like... the. I thought he worked until the bar closed. closed. It must be a 24-hour place. It must be, because this guy turned up, he's like, oh, your shift's over. Yeah. But it was still the middle of the night. Yeah, and the, the bar was, there was Dead. no one there. It must be a 24-hour bar. Absolutely no one there. Because they um they move on, Alicia and... Uh, yeah, because uh, Alicia says, I don't want to go to sleep. Yeah, I'm done. I'm keep, let's keep going. Yeah. So, eventually, they end up lying on a beach together. Yeah, lake In each or other's beach arms. or something like that. Yeah, the side of some water anyway. And he just nicks a bottle of bourbon or something from yeah. work, doesn't he? Yeah, and they're just lying in each other's arms. Yeah. And then he tries it on with her, and he gets a bit rapey. It's, yeah. Which he's quite good at. He plays it quite well. I don't know where he gets it from, <laughs> where that comes from. Um, <laughs> uh, Alicia's, Alicia rejects him. He keeps going. She rejects him again. She eventually pushes him off. She's like, dude, I've got a boyfriend. You've got a You've girlfriend. You've got a girlfriend. Yeah. Why what am I just realising you're a knobhead? Yeah. <laughs> we've been mates for years why are you suddenly doing this and why am i only just noticing that you're a dickhead uh, <laughs> he says my girlfriend doesn't love me anymore yeah like that's gonna make her just go oh that's all right then climb in yeah but <laughs> so goes, they actually genuinely have that conversation <laughs> later on in the film and she's like well i'm sorry about that but i, I love, I my love, boyfriend. Nothing, I love jeffrey <laughs> um so they leave they drive back it's a bit awkward uh, after he drops her off he gets a phone call from carrie who's his girlfriend yes um, but there's nobody there. It's the it's a deadline. Well, yeah, and then he gets a photo message. Yeah, but I couldn't tell what. This is where I couldn't tell what it was of. <laughs> no, I don't know what it was. It was it was something, something in their house. in their house, but yeah. it didn't look like anything. No, which and, and that pissed me off as well. Yes, because he suddenly really panicked, and I'm sitting there thinking, what? Yeah, why are you spooked? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I don't understand what panicked him. But Sorry, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> So he goes home, he runs home, he rushes home, he goes home, he finds her phone in the lounge and she's sitting in her office yes. in front of her laptop, just looking at the screen. Yeah. Just like she's hypnotized by it. Um, and she snaps out of it at this point. And What's on the screen? Like a weird circle It's like a tunnel. It's, it's a tunnel. We find yeah. out it's a tunnel. And it's like rotating. At this point, I was like, I don't know what that is. It's yeah. just like those are weird circles. Uh, so they go to bed. Yeah, she's like, oh, I feel a bit groggy. Let's yeah. let's let's go to sleep. Let's go to bed. Um, so Will's a bit jumpy, so he checks around the whole house. Yep. And a cockroach flies out of the pantry at him. Yes. So the cockroach is everywhere. Um, so they go to bed. Later on that night, Will wakes up in the middle of the night. Um, he gets up, heads towards the kitchen, and there's a dude sitting at the kitchen table. Sure. Uh, we don't know who he is. We only see the back of his head. We do. Will yeah. knows this is Garrett. Yeah. I don't know how he knows, but no. he knows. Um, suddenly he spits his teeth everywhere yeah all over the table he says there was a ritual we opened a portal it's now in your home it's in your bedroom right now is what garrett says yeah will then wakes up this has been some sort of crazy weird dream or has it we don't know but his armpit hurts yeah 
He's like, I've got a pain in my armpit. He's got a, he's got a bit of a red armpit. Yeah, so he goes into the ba- the bathroom to have a look at his armpit, takes his shirt off again because he's army hammer, and it's all it looks all red and swollen. So he gives it a bit of a scratch, and a cockroach crawls out of his armpit. Yeah, he like puts his fingers in, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, digs a cockroach out. Yeah, turns out that wasn't real either. No. Um. So he he goes in the shower, and we get the obligatory shower shot, but he just cleans that one armpit until it bleeds. Yes. Because um, he's freaking out. I'd freak out if I saw a cockroach climb out of my armpit. Yeah, it's not normal. I, I don't think tonight, I don't think a cockroach could survive <laughs> in there. I genuinely don't. It's so hot in here. Carrie gets up and he lies to Carrie about showing her the phone, showing yeah. the cops the phone because he hasn't told her that he's lost it. Um, but she's still being a bit weird though because she, she comes out with this really weird line at this point. Too. Oh, she does, yeah. Um, she says... People that look normal on the outside, but on the inside, it's dust and worms. Yeah. What's that mean? She goes out. Yep, she goes out. He goes on Google. He, well, he goes to her computer. He does, yeah. He starts Googling. He looks at her search history. Yeah, because she's been searching about this garret and about this phone. And the book that she yeah. spotted in the background yes. of one of the photos. So, and he, he finds some stuff about human sacrifice, um, about teachings on the use of wounds to transcend physical boundaries. Sure. Which is odd. Um, and then we go back to the bar. Um, Tonight, it is busy. It is really busy, and Will is not in a good mood. There is also more cockroaches than there have been previously. Yes, there's a lot of cockroaches about. Will's in a bad place tonight. He's not a happy man. He's been knocked back by Alicia, and he's been woken up in the night by Garrett spitting his teeth everywhere. And a cockroach in his armpit. Yeah, tough um, day. Jeffrey and Alicia show up. They also don't look very happy. Jeffrey um, is two, she- three sheets to the wind. Five sheets to the wind. Jeffrey is not a happy man. Um, Will takes them both. He's quite jolly with them, quite happy with them. Goes over, takes them both a beer. Jeffrey smashes his beer on the phone and says, yeah. "Barman, get me another one." Yeah. Will's like, "I ain't giving you any more beer, mate. Yeah. I'm cutting you off. You're done." Then they start on each other. Have a good old-fashioned pull apart. They do. Yeah. They. Uh, Will's proper loses his shit. He. This is as angry as he ever gets in this film. Yeah. They start on each other. They're both. Be- they're being held back by the cops, aren't they? Yeah. They're both also in the bar. Then Will sees a vision of this tunnel. And then he gets a picture message from Carrie again. Yes. And he didn't see, he sees a tunnel, then he sees some bugs, yeah. and then he sees an eye. Yes. And it's like a flesh, like the skin's been ripped, like the flesh is raw, and it's a bit yeah. just horrible. Um, so he, the picture that he receives from Carrie is of a man sitting on the bed. Yeah, on the end bed, of their bed. Which we know is, or we think is Garrett, because it's the same person we saw yeah. earlier on in the kitchen. And she says... The text says, I think something's here with me. Yeah. So he darts home. He runs home. Gets He leaps, literally leaves the busy bar. Yes. Unmanned. Nobody's there. He grabs a knife. Um, Carrie, again, is just sitting, staring at her laptop. This time she looks like a zombie, though. She does. She's, she's great. She looks like she's been there for a very long time, just staring at this screen. And her he's not that red. bothered. No. He just leaves her there. He does. He goes around seeing if there's anybody else in the house. Um, she's completely out of it. But then so, he just goes and sits on the he bed. Just, just sits on the bed. Like... Your girlfriend's turning into some sort of weird <laughs> hypno-zombie and he's just taking a chill on the end of the bed. It's the, he's sitting in exactly the same yeah. position that the picture of the person in the picture was in. Um, then the phone rings, or a phone rings, and hears the same noise as before. Yeah, hell rings back. Hell rings back. <laughs> so he, and then Will just sits and has a cry. Yeah, he cries Which is fine. It's, but look, it's perfectly fine to cry in this situation, but yeah. still, save your missus first, surely. Yeah. So he has a cry. He curls himself up on the bed and starts crying a lot. Um, and then he goes back in to help Carrie. 
after he's finished crying because he goes in and shuts the laptop yes and instantly as soon as he shuts the laptop she passes out yeah so he t- he picks her up takes all her clothes off and puts her in the bath sure runs her a bath why does the bath bleed don't know <laughs> don't know it just does goes red she goes she goes in the bath the bath turns blacky and red she sinks she does yeah she's she goes under, under for a long time yeah and he doesn't help her he just watches, just watches her. <laughs> as the bath water turns black yeah he just watches um, and then she wakes up freaks out because she's underwater yeah. so like, what the fuck um and she has no clue she doesn't remember what happened she's like shouldn't you be at work why are you why, why, have you, why come are you here home? and he's like you sent me this picture of this person sitting on the bed and now the picture is of nobody sitting on the bed. Sure. It's just the bed. But then she kind of remembers, I think someone was here. Yeah. And she gets very upset. Yeah. She's like, I think I remember somebody being. Then he gets a call from Doug. Doug's at the bar. He saved the day. He's like, no worries, mate. I got your back. Yeah. Who's Doug? He's the guy who came in for the shift before. Oh, it was that guy? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, I just wondered, I thought, is it the cop? But no, he was called Dwayne. Um, and he says, um, Eric's been looking for you. He's, uh, he's called down here trying to find you. He says he's got a present for you. Yeah. Um, so before he heads back to the bar, he checks the laptop. The tunnel pick is still on the laptop. Doesn't hypnotize him. Doesn't hypnotize him at all. Uh, and then he just goes and drinks a bottle of wine out of the fridge. So that might have something to do <laughs> with does. it. And then he calls Alicia to make sure she's all right. Yeah. Um, she's like, stop fucking calling me, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Uh, next morning, he wakes up. He tells Carrie that he thinks they should break up. <laughs> she just goes, all right. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Fine. And that makes him angry. That makes him angry because she's not angry. He can't handle it. Yeah. Absolute idiot. So then then he tries to make out that it's because he's trying to get her away from the danger. This was the best line in the film because she turns it around and says, if that was me, I'd never abandon you. Yeah. I was like, you go girl. Well done. (laughs) Uh, She calls him a mock person. Yeah. Just a body is what she says to him. And he storms out. He storms out of the kitchen, starts packing and stuff in the kitchen, in the bedroom. Um, she starts crying, so he goes back in, and then he just heads to the bar. Yeah, he doesn't comfort. She doesn't comfort or anything. Just goes to the bar. Um, Rosie's there. She seems to. She's the owner of the bar. Yes. And she just seems to do the day shift. Correct. Um, so she says she looked like shit, and she won't serve him any booze. Yeah. But she says you do have to come to work tonight, <laughs> even though you look like shit, you smell like shit. Some dude spills a drink all over him. He kicks off, and then Rosie kicks him out, and he tells her to fuck her job. Yeah. Basically. So he's having a pro. He's proper breaking down. This guy. He's now lost everything. He's lost his girl. He's lost his favorite side piece, and now he's lost his job. I've just got to change notebooks because I run out of pages in this one. And then he has a vision of Eric. So he goes to check on Eric again because he's not been there for quite a while now. No. So he heads up the stairs. There's flies everywhere. I'm like, well, this dude's clearly going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's Surely. obvious. Um, he goes in. Um, Eric's not dead. He's fine. He's well, still he's not asleep. Fine. He's still asleep on the bed. Um, Will says, I'm going to crash here for a few days. I've got nowhere else to stay. Eric's like, you're fucking not. <laughs> Who do you think you are? You're not just <laughs> stopping in my house. Um, Will ignores him and stays anyway. Um, he calls Alicia from Will's phone. He calls Alicia again. And he's, At this point, he's stalking this girl. Yeah, and he's still like, I can't believe this girl won't come running to me because I've dumped my girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, I've called, I've called you to say I've dumped my girlfriend. Yeah. I'm ready and waiting. She's, and like, she's oh, like, sorry to hear how that. How many times do I have to tell you? Yeah, I'm in love with Jeffrey. Don't. <laughs> she says to him, don't call me again. That's, that's it. Um, Eric again, Eric comes out at this point. He does. He's still in a bad way. He's only got his boxers on. Yeah, his face is still face. hanging off. And he says, you can't be here. 
the college kids told me to give you a present. Yes. And it's the phone. He's got the phone. Eric's got the yes, his, original yellow phone in his drawer. Um, I've written here, I can't read the text. So, did you? It's, yeah, it, it basically says, um, if you're reading this, you've, you've found your present. It's wrapped in flesh. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, he then has a bit of a chat with Eric's face wound. Yeah, he says, are you the wrapping? Yeah. To Eric, I think. Yeah. Then he calls Garrett again on yeah. the phone. Here's the noises again. Eric also hears the noises. He starts freaking out. Yeah, he's this guy is like in a lot of pain. Yeah. His knuckles are going white as he's clenching the bed sheets and yeah. he's, he's screaming the place down. Then suddenly, cockroaches everywhere. Yeah. The whole... Millions of them. Flat is covered in cockroaches. Yeah. How no one in the bar downstairs noticed all this going on? No, I don't know. Or didn't notice this going on? I don't know. He's still talking to the wound. He says, fix me to the wound. And the wound opens up. All right, Coldplay. (laughs) The wound opens up on Eric's face into the tunnel. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. The tunnel was coming out. The tunnel was coming out of Eric's wound on his face. And then, all of a sudden, the cockroaches cover the screen, the camera that we're watching through. Yeah. And the film ends. Well, no. do you not see what came out of the tunnel? What? It was like the eye and a bit of cheek. No, I didn't. And <laughs> Will goes to like swallow it. Oh, no. Yeah, he did. He started, I've seen him start licking the face or going near the yeah. face. So like the, the tunnel comes out of Eric's, Eric's wound. And then an eye, a blue eye and a bit of cheek. Comes out. Yeah. And Will goes to like swallow it. And, and then the cockroaches cover the screen. Yeah. The film ends. Yeah. And I threw this notebook across the room. Yeah cool <laughs> what why was it uh, now an eye and a bit of cheek where before it was a hand i've no what, idea what? <laughs> i'd love I, to tell you what happened in so this will's now going to be like the host of this demon is he i presume so because he's a vessel because he's um he's got nothing in him he's a mock person he's, he's a just mock a body person. he's just a body but isn't it all about wounds helping you transcend to a different place so, yeah so eric's wound has helped him transcend so is it all down to eric's wound yeah, well, this is where it makes absolutely zero sense. Because I don't understand this the, film at all. I'm not going to lie the, to you. So the, the college kids, right, have been doing rituals yeah. that have summoned some kind of demon. The college kids we only met one of once. Yes. Yeah. So they've summoned some kind of demon yeah. by killing people and chopping heads off and using those wounds as the portal, right. basically. Uh, and And this demon thing has chosen Will as as its vessel. Okay. But how did the demon get into Eric? Yeah. Because those college kids were nowhere near him. No, the phone was quite near him. But how does it get into a phone? I don't know. The only thing I think of is they visited him off screen when he was like, oh, I'm having nightmares. But they had visited him because they had the phone. He had the phone. Yeah. And he said, the college kids told me to give you this phone. Yeah. So they've like fiddled with him and put a demon in him somehow. Somehow. Through his wound. Do you care? No, this was <laughs> awful. I, I hated this movie. I did as well. I, I was, thought you were going to really like this. I, I, I thought this was you were going to tell me, oh, it's really creepy. It was like, no, I, don't know. I was on board with it until the end when I didn't get any sort of explanation because I'm like, I don't know what I've just wasted my last hour and a half. I thought it was now. fucking shit. It was. It was shit. I don't think it was scary. It wasn't scary. I couldn't, even if it's a weird, creepy idea. It's not explained at all. No. What's going on? You... I, the fact that they try to do a lot of explanation via text, like you say. Which you can't I read. can't be fucked to read it. If you're <laughs> not going to make... I don't... Do it by voicemail. Just yeah. Give me something. 
But even the text, now you've read me the text, I still don't feel like I'm any better off knowing what they said compared to not knowing what they said. I feel I like... I kind of understood what was going on. I just didn't... I, I needed some sort of explanation of what was going... What was this tunnel? I feel like the premise of someone leaves a phone behind and a guy gets weird, creepy messages is not a bad premise. And that's what it's... They've then got, oh, there's, we'll just work out we'll just a movie some out of that. Stuff in it. And it's something to do with ancient texts and yeah. summoning demons through wounds. But it didn't did make sense. And my main problem with it is that Will, as a lead character, he deserved everything he fucking got. And I don't, I didn't give a, give sh- a shit about him. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. There is nothing for me as a, a viewer to latch onto to care that this guy, what, well, anything happens to him. They didn't try and make us like him. No. And they didn't try and make us bond with any of the other characters. No. So there was nobody in here to latch on to. Presumably his girlfriend just wandered off and she was fine after. Presumably. And Alicia and Jeffrey. Yeah. And no, no, well, his girlfriend was in danger, but by the end of this movie. Why did Jeffrey get really angry? Did Alicia told him what had happened? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we never seen him again after that. No. <laughs> that was bullshit. Nothing makes me more angry than an unexplained horror film because horror films horror films horror <laughs> films should be easy you 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 make a scare you explain why it's scary that's how a, that's the basics of a horror film if you don't explain why something should be scary i ain't interested also and is it just it, nothing makes me angrier than is this whole thing just film. based on a total coincidence then because these kids have walked into this bar sounds like a bad joke <laughs> um if he hadn't have they didn't them, make the fight happen no if he hadn't have served them and kicked them out this film wouldn't have happened so what, how have the kids pre-chosen him? Yeah. Why did they choose him? And then... How did they even know who he was? Yeah, and then... Or is it just that he picked up the phone so that's what made him get chosen? Plus, oh, Eric's got a massive slash in his face so we can use him yeah. to get to his mate. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. It, do, it doesn't make any sense and it's not explained well enough for me to try and make it make sense in my head. Yeah. Because sometimes you can leave, leave me some strings and I'll pull on them. You know, this doesn't leave you anything. It's bullshit. I think Army Hammer, Army Hammer is pretty shit as well. Yeah, he's, all he is, is he's just got one, oh, I'm angry. Oh, the world's been shit to me, but I've done nothing to try and yeah. help myself. And he's just, he walks around for 90 minutes being angry, smashing bottles on the floor, being horrible to everyone. And I, honestly, I think he's one of the most repulsive characters we've ever seen on <laughs> this show. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. Played by one of the most repulsive humans we've ever had on this show. <laughs> um, Allegedly. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. It's really, really bad. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. <laughs> I really thought you would like it. <laughs> it should... I, if they'd have given me a bit of an explanation of what was going on, I might have been on board with it. But nothing makes me more angry than a horror film that doesn't give me any answers. Yeah, it's it should be easy. It should be easy. I, I really disliked it. Agreed. Me too. Do you want to try and turn the tide on it? Um, you can't just say let's not just not make it because we did that last week no, that's fine <laughs> I just want a scene in there explaining to me what was going on give me a scene of the college kids opening that portal that's fine if they can explain to me what that portal was where it came from and what it was going to do I'm happy with that it doesn't make it a good film but at least I get some sort of explanation of what it is I need to know what's their plan Yeah. how have they done it yeah. or how are they planning to do it why have they chosen this place yeah. Or is it just, oh, the opportunity presented itself? Yeah. Um, Why did they choose Will? Did they choose Will or is that a coincidence? Yeah. Uh, they, they are, the college kid, one of them appears once for 10 seconds. Yeah. They're not in it. No. And they can't be your whole protagonist, antagonist of this film 
if they're not in the film. Sure. Three of them don't even ever get on camera. <laughs> it's just you can just see them in the background waiting for their beer. And I need, like I say, I'm not looking for massive realism because this is a horror film about uh, demons who come out come of out wounds. wounds. But these people, these characters, need to act like actual humans. So <laughs> why, again, I, I, I know it sounds like I'm fixated on this, but it really pissed me off. Why did he say, I am not getting the cops? I will not yeah. go to the cops. What was his problem with the cops? And then he ends up taking the phone to the cops anyway. Who were his friends. Like two minutes later yeah. in this movie. He'd even got a handshake with these cops. They were, they were friends. Yeah. They had their own handshake. So why would he not, as soon as he saw that picture of the blood and the teeth, why would he not well, go? Exactly, the why night he before. Not, the why night didn't before? he take it straight round? <laughs> why would you just not go, that's a creepy picture, I'm going to take that to the cops? Because yeah. you would. If somebody sent you a picture of a puddle of blood with a load of teeth in it. Of course you would. You'd just go, well, that's weird, I'm taking that to the cops. Yeah, I want nothing to do with this. Yeah, fucking bullshit. And I'm not buying the excuse of, uh, you know, if the director was there, he'd maybe, well, you know, the guy's hollow, he was looking for something in his nah. life. Anything. I just... Show no. me that then. He looked like he was enjoying himself working at that bar the first few He was nights. getting pissed every night. Yeah, he looks like they had a great life. Bullshit. He wasn't hard done by from enough from what we saw. No, he wasn't. He was like his girlfriend didn't love him, but that total was... fucking like first world problems. Yeah, yeah, he was in a shitty relationship. He was in a toxic relationship. He was in love with another woman, but and, but and he didn't like his job. But he had enough fun doing it. Yeah, that's not a good enough reason to be twat. <laughs> Shall we talk stream table? Yeah. I presume we're at the bottom end again. Yeah, I mean, man, there's some crap <laughs> down here. There really is. So at the minute, the Hunger Game, Hungover Games is bottom. Uh, Temple is then, then Room 205, then After, then Alien Warfare. Then there's a huge jump to Happy Anniversary after that. <laughs> Do you not think there's a massive yeah. gap there? Humongous. Massive gap there. And then we're, then we're not too bad. But that, currently, these bottom five films are horrendous, all of them. And this is about to be the sixth one. Yeah. The, the, this is, what, how, is this episode 13? Mm, 14. 14. So we've, six out of 14. Have, it might even be 15. 15. No, it's fine. I just wanted, yeah. So, yeah, so the bottom five are. So we've, this is horrendous. our 15th film. Yeah. Of, of, we will have 25. And of, S- of the 15, six, six. have been gar- absolute Six of the worst films Garbage. Yeah. Uh, and this is in there. This is right in there, but where in there? So, in a lot of ways, it, it it's got a lot of temple about it. In a lot of ways, yeah. In how, in terms of how nonsensical it is, yeah. It's non temple and room two hundred five are both nonsense, and this is nonsense. It goes somewhere between those three, those two. It's in this sort of trio of horror. It doesn't touch after. It's it's some yeah. There's a trio of bad horror. Films. It's not the Hungover Games is staying at the bottom. It's not as bad as that. Right, so I will flip reverse what you asked me last week. Okay. If I'm sitting you down and I'm saying to you, you have got to watch either Wounds or Room 205, what are you watching again? <sighs> uh, you're not going to enjoy either, but which one, <laughs> you t- which one are you taking for the team? I think, and you're not going to like this, I think I'd watch this. Really? Uh, room 205 is really boring. I don't think it had aged well, though. No, it hadn't. Because it was quite an old movie, wasn't it? And it it, it looked really bad. It looked... Yeah. Uh, it didn't look clean. It looks... It looked dated. I'm not sure. I don't think I can pick between these three. It's really tough. But I think Wounds might be better than those two. 
I'm struggling a bit because I I'm I'm sort of thinking to myself, in many ways, I they're so close these three. They are. They're all I, horrendous horror films. I think we might be splitting theirs because there's a lot of ways that this would for me be worse than Temple because I don't know if this will make sense. Is this worse than Temple because it aims higher than Temple? Tries to be a better film than Temple and fails. Temple's not trying to. Be I feel like this this film wounds thinks it's good. Yeah, and it's abject. Yeah. I think you're probably right there. I think the director would probably tell you that he's told this story in the way he wanted to tell it and he has explained everything even though he hasn't. Temple's just awful. Should we split the difference? Put them in the middle. Yeah. Put yeah. in between them. I can deal with that. Hungover Games, Temple, Wounds, Room 205. Yeah. But it is so close. Yeah. They're all terrible. All of those are terrible. Awful, from Alien War- awful, Warfare awful, Down. Awful horror f- films, from, those three. From Alien Warfare Down, they're all horrendous films. Yeah. The bottom six. Yeah. And the top eight are all right. Yeah. Because there's not a lot between the top the top of this table either. You go down to like five, you could any of the top five could be number one. I feel what we have not had this season, which which we probably have had in our in our four previous ones, it's still there for the taking. There's hundred percent. There's the disappearance at Clifton Hill, which is currently top of our table, is not untouchable. No, not not, not even close. Not at all. I wouldn't be surprised if that's not top at the end of the season. So um Top. Well, this is all your fault, so... It's not all my fault. <laughs> Three of those six are my fault. The rest are. I know, but I feel like you've given us bad bad juju. Oh, I've made the randomizer join in with yeah. the wildcard game. Talking of the randomizer, shall we um, pick next week's film? Let's randomize. What would you like to get? Something good. Would be <laughs> I can't nice. just say something good. Let's, um... What about just... I want something that makes me care. Yeah. <laughs> like... Something when it finishes, you're like, oh, I actually I want something quite to be invested that. in. Yeah. Like, and it can be, I'm thinking a drama that invests me, something charactery. Yeah. Um, something you can get on board with. Something you can, when it finishes, you'll be like, I actually quite enjoyed that stuff. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a good film, but I actually quite Not a gimmick. Quite. I don't, I feel like we, yeah. Yeah. Not a gimmick. Just give me no, so it can be no thrills. Give me some good performances. So I'll come away and go, yeah, that was a good bit of art. Okay. That sounds really pretentious. <laughs> I'm going to press the button. Are you ready? Yeah. It has picked a film called Alaska is a Drag. I'm excited. Any ideas? Yeah, but I know this one because I put it on the list. Oh, did you? Okay. Uh, uh, quite a while ago. It. Oh, I'm trying to remember. It's, it has been a while. I think it is about a drag queen who becomes a, a boxer or a martial artist, something like that. Do you want, to re- do you want me to read the synopsis? Yes, please. Uh, tough but diva, fa- diva fabulous Leo, an aspiring drag superstar is stuck working in a fish cannery in Alaska. He and his twin sister are trapped in the monotony of fish fight, uh, fist fights and fish guts. Out of necessity, Leo learned to fight back, which catches the attention of the local boxing coach. When a new boy moves to town and wants to be his sparring partner, Leo has to face the real reason he's stuck in Alaska. Excellent. Boxing drag stars. I'm, I'm in. It's from 2017. Sounds right up your street, to be fair. <laughs> you, love, you love a good drag queen. So uh, yeah, go out and check out Alaska is a drag. And in the meantime... Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd, all at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. Uh, if you want to email us, the email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com. The website is bottom of the stream.com. On there, you'll find every episode we've ever recorded and all five season stream tables, plus much, 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 much more. Um, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream for a couple of quid every month. You can get early access to episodes. You get bonus episodes. You get um, a newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you come in at the top level, you'll get a wild card so you can pick the film and that randomizer doesn't get to. Also, join us on Discord. The Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. We have a lot of fun chatting in there with everybody.
If you've got a spare few minutes, please consider leaving us a review anywhere that you can review podcasts. That could be Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, because we're on all of those places and more. Maybe you could write us a text. You can <laughs> <laughs> But <laughs> don't make us read it over your shoulder because really we will not we just won't read it. <laughs> just won't read it. Just refuse to read it and miss important plot points of films. Excellent. Right, should we get out of here? Because I feel like I might be stuck to this chair. <laughs> okay, let's do that. It's really, really sweaty and hot now. Right, thanks for that, guys. Check us out. Check out Alaska is a Drag, and we'll come back on Monday for an episode of The Wave, and we'll be back next Thursday to talk to you about Alaska is a Drag. Cheers. Bye. Bye.